up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Scott here with the Scott Wyatt Podcast, and this is the Christmas Eve special. I have a special guest here with me. This is my wife, Stephanie Ferris. How Hi. are you feeling? Good. All right. How was uh, the workout we just got done doing here? Oh, pretty dandy. All right. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, we just got back from the gym and uh, had our, was this our third Christmas so far this year, today? Something like that. We had your grandparents in Tennessee, my grandparents in Whitehall the day after, and then your grandma, Sherry, today. Yep, three, and then we got three more on Christmas Day. We're going to be doing six this year. It is going to be awesome. All right. So as promised in delivering right now, we are doing a uh, question and answer. We're going to get her going here. Stephanie is going to be your voice, folks, that have asked the questions. She will uh, say who the name is and then read the question to me, and I will answer it to the best of my lack of ability or the betterment of. How do you like that? Instead of say say to the best of my ability and the lack thereof. See, I'm just telling you, you sometimes you speak in riddles. So, all right, let's fire it away. What's the first question you got? First question from Justin Icity. What are your favorite type of guitar picks and why? Oh, shoot. I wish I had one with name, me. I, I know what they look like. They're Dunlap guitar picks. They're red, and they have a tortoise on them. And uh, they're .45 gauge. And so, yeah. You can find them in uh, hey, sh- the sh- dishwasher. Sh- 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 <laughs> you hear that in the background? I can hear it in my headphones. You don't have headphones on. That's my dog, the Big Burn, getting a guzzle of water back there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the Dunlap... Uh, Red guitar picks, 0.45 gauge. Tortoise on them. Why? Because uh, they don't feel super like plasticky, like a regular like plastic. Um, uh, woo. Um, they don't feel like a uh, plastic. Uh, I'm trying to say here. Like they don't feel like just like a piece of plastic in your hand. They have kind of like I won't say like a fuzzy feeling on them, but they just feel I don't know. I just like the texture of them. It's a different texture. It's not just like a straight plastic feel like a lot of guitar picks. All right, next one, Justin Icedy. Who is your favorite author? My favorite author. That is a great question. I would say Rhonda Byrne because of the book The Secret because that changed my life a lot and is one of the, my favorite books to this day, but. She is not my favorite. My favorite author is a guy named Michael Conley. He, uh, a lot of you guys know the uh, movie The Lincoln Lawyer. That was one of his uh, book series. He has another one about a detective named Harry Bosch that is my favorite. There's like, I think he's on his 20th or 21st book in the series. Now I'm kind of behind on it now. But yeah, I love Michael Conley. He is an amazing, amazing author. All right. Fiction. Favorite wrestler asked by also Justin Icity. Favorite wrestler yes. all time or current? Just says who is your favorite? Oh, sorry, wrestler of all time. Of all time? Okay, all time. Triple H. That is my favorite wrestler. I think he is the man. He's had an amazing career, and then wound up marrying the boss's daughter, and now he is a second or third man in charge there. Second, I think Stephanie's third, and Vince is first. Uh, Elizabeth Matthews asks, uh, has married life changed, sorry, has married life made any changes to your music career? 
Has it made any changes to my Speak music? Wisely. Career? Yeah, no, I that's a good question. <laughs> Has it made any changes? I wouldn't say any like any drastic changes. I mean, um, the only thing that's different is the amount of time and when I spend the time, but that's just what happens when I you have somebody spent else in your life. More time on your music. In recent years, yeah. yeah. Well especially these past this past year especially. Um Yeah. A lot earlier too so but yeah no 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 major changes just uh just kind of switching up on how i how i spend my time and where i spend it is and then that's just life is time management and uh, it's great to have all these wonderful people in my life that i didn't have before so i got i, I went from a smaller family to i i now i have a, a family <laughs> where I, I have to sit down and think of everybody's names for a minute because there's so many people <laughs> it's a beautiful thing though so no yeah it's been all good changes uh drew riley asks how did you get so big of muscles <laughs> drew riley the man behind bait street lights and root house such a beautiful thing they've been doing there for a long time uh drew how did i get such big muscles <laughs> I, remember, I remember one time i saw drew at a north green spartans game and uh i shook his hand and uh, said hi to him and Later on, he shot me a message and said, man, he's like, when you shook my hand, it was like an iron vice grip. He's like, my hand's still hurting. <laughs> he's always, how did I get such big muscles? Uh, by eating too much and not working out enough. He goes to the gym every day, people. Every day. <laughs> Bobby Bechtold asks, um, what are your top favorite books, songs, and sayings? Okay, we'll, we'll go with the one. first one. What's the first one? Uh, favorite books? Top five favorite books. Woo! That's going to be tough without sitting here and thinking about it. My top five favorite books of all time. I'm actually going to start off with the one that I'm finishing up reading right now that I love the most. It's called, uh, not the most, but just love a lot. It's called The Motivation Manifesto. It is an amazing read. If you're stuck at any point in life or career or whatever, I would recommend you read it. It'll teach you a lot about motivation. Uh, I'll give you a little key. Action creates motivation. Motivation does not create action. Uh, so top five, that's two. Uh, two, like I spoke earlier, um, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. book changed my life. I've read it know, seven, eight times now. Um, I'll pick a Michael Conley book. I could just fill them all up with Michael Conley books, but I don't want to do that. I'll, do, uh, I'll pick The Black Box by Michael Conley. Speaking of The Black Box, funny story. Do you remember uh, working at the nursing home in uh, the therapy room at Whitehall Nursing Rehab whenever it was in the old... Uh, when it was on the other side. Yeah, and they yeah. had the, uh, they were redoing the front uh, like uh, the front doorway, and I had to sit by the door because the sure. alarms weren't working. Yes, yeah. Okay, you, just for a little backstory, me and Stephanie, we both worked at the same uh, nursing home years ago. Well, years ago. it was, it was was I can say years ago because it's been more than two. Um but yeah, I was working down there and sitting down there. I sat down there for eight hours, eight hour shift, just watching the door, letting people in and out. Uh, and then in the meantime, I would sit there at the table and that's whenever I bought a book and I wasn't interested in reading. I just needed something to do to fill my time because I couldn't sit there on my phone all day. And I bought a book uh, at the old Alco that was in Whitehall uh, called The Black Box by Michael Conley. And that's how I got introduced to Michael Conley and fell in love with all of his work. So there's three books so far. Fourth one. I'd say The School of Greatness by Lewis Howes was fantastic. And number five, what would be a good five one? Unshakable by Tony Robbins. Okay. 
What's the, and what's the, the song's top Top five, five favorite, favorite songs? songs? All right, these are my top five favorite songs. I'm not going to name them in order because that's just, it just depends on the day. Uh, definitely Please Come to Boston, Walking in Memphis, Old Lang Sign by Dan Fogelberg. Hmm, 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 hmm. Um, definitely got to throw in a Junior Varsity song on there. I would say... <laughs> that was not me. That, that, was, that was the me. dog snorting. Right, hang on a second, Burn. We're almost done here. <laughs> She's begging for attention. Um, what junior? There's so many good junior varsity songs. Junior varsity is one of my favorite bands of all time. I'm gonna say uh, "What It Meant to Be Clean" by the Junior Varsity. Um, and what's that? Let's see, one, two, three. That's four. And oh, uh, "Come On Over to My Place" by Dave Loggins. So we can make love. Okay. <laughs> And top five sayings. Top five sayings? Sayings like quotes or... It doesn't specify. Okay, we'll do like sayings slash quotes. Uh, one of my quotes that uh, I say all the time that I didn't realize until it gets, got pointed out to me. Now I, I, I realize it every time I say it. And it is, I tell you what. And uh, another one, another favorite saying. That's not really a saying, that's just a phrase, but we'll use it. Um... My second favorite one. I used it the other day. Uh, it's not what I say all the time. It's what I mean. Um, what's another good saying? Oh, yeah. Take her easy. And if she's easy, take her twice. <laughs> um, okay, there's three. HBO. Oh, yeah. I always say yeah, I cash in my HBO policy. Help a brother out. Is there any more? What's that one? Five. One more. Let's see here. That was about four seconds of dead air. Hopefully you wake up if you listen to this. Um, another saying. Actually, I'll end it with a quote, a great quote uh, from uh, my, fir- my my first time in my second college. After I dropped out the first time, I walked in, Lewis and Clark College, radio station, a radio broadcasting class. Uh, life is 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. All right. Okay. Carla Ferris. That's my mama. Hello, mother-in-law. How do you remain so positive and stress-free while managing your busy schedule? How do I remain positive and stress-free? I wouldn't say I'm stress-free because that's unrealistic. I would say uh, years ago, I, well, through reading and paying attention to how I feel at different times, basically, come here, Bart. Yeah. Let me pick up my dog here so she can sit up here and get in on the action. Um, I was putting a lot of my energy into other things uh, that was stressing me out and things like that. So instead of putting my energy into all those things that kind of make me feel stressed, I tried to put my, that energy into things on the positive side, like things for my health, whether it be mental, physical, uh, my music career, my healthcare career, everything. Um, that's how I, I, I try to be conscious of how I feel at all times, which is not always easy. And I try to focus on how I react to situations, which that's an everyday practice, folks. And uh, positive. Um, there's only one way to be. I know what it's like to be on the other side. And uh, it's very important to remember the little things in life that you're grateful for and practice gratitude on a daily basis. That's uh, in a, I like med- and meditation helps. So. Those are some of the things. 
just off the top of my head. I could do a whole podcast <laughs> on that. Uh, ready for the next one? Sure. Here we go. Todd Stats. Who's oh, yeah. going to win the Super Bowl? Oh, Todd, who's going to win it? It's going to be my New Orleans Saints facing the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Saints are going to win by a touchdown. It's kind of sad for your Vikings. Yeah, well, you know what? Their offensive coordinator screwed up their season. They may turn it around. Who knows? I mean, I've seen things turn around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Jessica Stetson, when are you having me some babies? Well. Congratulations also on oh, yeah. the twins. Yes, we're super excited. Yes, Jesse, having twins. I tell you what. The name Scott one. Scott two, maybe. <laughs> I'm always up for kids' name. people naming their kids after me. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, since I can't do that to my own kids whenever I have them because it's confusing. Um, when am I going to have kids? I, whenever the good Lord blesses me with it, or maybe who knows that stork that we all saw as cartoons as kids might come popping up at the door, you know, here in a couple of days. But yeah, ho- hopefully sooner than later. Let's put it that way. And along with that, so Justin, I said, if you had twins, would you name them Shake and Bake? Oh, my, two of my best friends back to back. My name is Shake and Bake. No. Like I said earlier, I'll probably name them Itch and Scratch. Or, um, you tell them, Burns. <laughs> well, um, I would say, uh, I don't know if I had to pick two like normal names. That's kind of putting me on the spot. No, I don't think he asked for names. He just said, would you name them Shake and Bake? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right, Mike Gentry. Who really screwed Brett? All right, Mike Gentry. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. You, well, I'm going to explain this to you, Stephanie, as well as the listeners here. Uh, who screwed Brett? That's a wrestling term. Brett Hart, the wrestler. Oh, yeah. Brett the Hitman. That's right. He was uh, in WWF, and his contract was up, and he was still WWF champion. And then Vince McMahon lied to him and said he was going to win the match, and Shawn Michaels got him in the sharpshooter. And Vince McMahon had the referee bring the bell like Brett Hart tapped out, and he never did. Brett Hart didn't want to lose his title in his hometown of Calgary. And he did, without actually tapping out. I think it was a mixed bag. I think that uh, I think that uh, I think I think the Vince screwed Brett, but it screwed up Brett since. I think uh, I think it really I just I think he really felt betrayed by it. But I'm on a Brett Hart's side on that. Justin Daniels, when can we get you to Murfreesboro, Tennessee, for a show? We'll start with that one. Go ahead. Yeah, I would that. love to. I'd come to Murfreesboro anytime, brother. I've so I've yet to meet Justin. I've known uh, him uh, since the MySpace days. How far days. is that from uh, Nashville? We go down. Oh, there like often. 20 minutes, maybe. Oh, well. 20 or 30, maybe. There you go. Yeah, my Uncle Gary used to live there. Um, yeah, if, if we can get work something up, I'm heck, let's do well, it. Because he wants uh, he wants to know when that Scott Ferris old music EP comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't got to that point in the podcast, but for me, you guys, listeners know that my real name is Scott Ferris, P H A R E S. And before I got into the country music side of things, I had a full other career as Scott Joseph Ferris, SJP, my original name. Or, well, that is my birth name. It's still my name now. But Scott Wyatt is a stage name. But there'll be a whole other episode where we'll talk about that more in detail. Um, that release date, it will be uh, around the beginning of February. I haven't announced it yet, so right here it is, the beginning of February. We already got the cover art ready and uh, the track's almost ready. I'm still digging up a few. I got two more to find. And uh, then we'll get all, all rolling. Cool. Yep. So what's better, ASL or Fire Energy? I don't know. 
know if what that is. Adrenaline? No, Adrian. <laughs> Fire and Adrian. Well, uh, I won't go into explaining the title of that. Well, I'll be for another time. Answer it for Mr. Justin here. Yeah, what's better of the two songs? Uh, that's kind of a flipped thing uh, for me. Fire and Adrian did wonders for my music career. It's my first song I ever had on any kind of radio station. It was big on the college stations. It got me on a lot of different shows. And uh, ASL was a very... Uh, I remember it being uh, just a very personal song to me. So, I mean, sometimes, I mean, both of all of them songs those times were, but I would say out of the two, ASL is probably my favorite personally out of the two, but they both uh, were great in different ways. So, Have you listened to Old 97s? Does that go along with that last question, or is that completely separate? Have you listened to Old 97s? No, I believe that is a band. And uh, I, will, I may check that out tonight uh, during halftime of the Sunday Night Football game if I can. Maybe I'll uh, see what, what it's all about. Okay. Justin Icity, your wife is a pumpkin spice crazy person. Yes, I am. Yeah. So what's your crazy? What's my crazy? That's what he wants to know. I don't know if I'm that crazy about, like, if I had to pick, like, a spice or something, but just my crazy. Yeah, because you like the all the pumpkin stuff, anything freaking pumpkin. I would say my craze is either wrestling or football, really. Which, what would you say? You, you you live with me. I mean, well, wrestling's an all-year-long crazy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you just got that football crazy for a few months. Yeah. So. Do I have any so, other kind of crazies that you want? Kind of crazy. I don't know about crazy, but... No, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you're driving. Oh, <laughs> the, the, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> yep, that's, that's your kind of crazy. She thinks driving I'm a like driver. a maniac. I'm not a bad driver. She doesn't know what she's talking well, about. Well, when the light turns yellow and you it slow down, you slow down and then you're like, yeah. oh, never mind, I'm going to go. Ooh. Yeah. Have you ever heard of basketball, like a pump fake? Like you're going to act like you're going to shoot and then you well, shoot? Yeah. That, that's what it is. It's a pump well, fake during driving. I don't know if driving is a game, but... Life is a game. <laughs> it's all how you play your... If right. you play your cards right. See? See? There's a song in that. <laughs> Life is like a game. You just gotta play cards right. Oh boy. Maybe that was a horrible one. <laughs> is that all? That's all the questions. That is all the yeah. questions. Okay. Do you have any questions for me? Do I have any? Wow. Putting you on, on the, the spot, spot here. Yeah. Let me go make sure we don't have any more questions. All right. I appreciate you guys tuning in here, and I just want to let you guys know why she's uh, checking a couple things out. I want to let you guys know I appreciate all of you guys that have checked out my uh, Christmas album, Dakota. Um, it's been doing really well. I've seen the Spotify numbers come in. Not the iTunes ones yet, but I appreciate all your love and support, as well as the people that got the CDs in the mail. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I want to know, yeah. when are you going to write a song about me? I have written a song about you. <laughs> <laughs> I put it at our wedding, you goof. But I, I record. Here's what I did. Fellas, listen up. This is how you do it. If you write a song for your wife, I went in before we got married into the chapel, and then I had her brother record me playing it acoustically in the chapel where I was going to get married later on so that day. Romantic. I know, and uh, <laughs> and then at the uh, um, what's that called? Oh, the reception. I uh, surprised her and came out and played it there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got a little show that yeah. night. So you answered your question. Yeah, I did. I was just kidding. No. Oh. All right, that's all. That's all you got? Thanks for having me. Yeah. All righty, well. Uh, in the burn. Yeah. Special guest. All right, well, we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and, guys. And um, lots of love to you all.
Now, as Dave Chappelle would say, now get out there and be somebody. Thank you.